Hello, this is Daryl Castle with today's Castle Report. Today is Friday, March 29th, 2019. And on this report, I will be talking about Special Counsel Robert Mueller's report of his investigation into whether or not the Trump campaign, specifically the president, colluded with Russia to influence the 2016 presidential election. I know that by now every one of you, everybody on planet Earth has heard about this report and are familiar with its basic contents, but perhaps I can touch on a few things that are different from what you may have heard. Special Counsel Robert Mueller was appointed in May of 2017, so the investigation took 674 days and cost the taxpayers $25 million. The conclusion that there was no evidence that Donald Trump colluded with Russia or should have been evident from the beginning. It was a hoax from the beginning, perhaps the dirtiest political trick in modern history. It was based on an anti-Trump dossier, apparently paid for by the Hillary Clinton campaign and assembled by an ex-British spy named Christopher Steele. The fake dossier was released to the media and was quickly all over Washington. The Mueller report proves there were no credible facts that provoked the investigation in the first place. To support the allegations in the fake dossier, apparently, fired FBI Director James Comey took government documents and leaked them to the media for the purpose of triggering the appointment of a special counsel, which turned out to be Robert Mueller. Keep in mind that Mueller was a special counsel, not an independent counsel. He worked for the Department of Justice rather than being independent. And when he finished his investigation, he handed in his 2,500-page report to the head of the Department of Justice, and that would be Mr. William Barr right now, Mr. Barr, then summarized the report into a one-page letter, which he sent to Congress. The way Mueller phrased the language of the report has caused some questions to arise, but basically, he said he did not find evidence of any crimes committed by the president, but neither did he exonerate him. He failed to point out that he did not exonerate him because that is not his job. Prosecutors investigate, and if the investigation reveals evidence that crimes have been committed, they charge and indict. They do not exonerate. Some interesting facts about the investigation are worthy of note, however. Mr. Mueller took 674 days to issue his report. He spent $25 million. He hired 19 lawyers and 40 FBI agents. He interviewed 500 witnesses issued 2,800 subpoenas, obtained over 230 court orders for records, and made 13 requests to foreign governments for evidence. And he found nothing, not anything, nothing. Donald Trump must be the cleanest president in recent history, perhaps in all of history, because an army of investigators examined every aspect of his life and his family's life, I wonder, if Mrs. Clinton or President Obama could have withstood such scrutiny, perhaps we will find out someday, but I doubt it. What is not in Mr. Barr's letter to Congress is any mention of President Obama and the officials of his administration who apparently orchestrated this fraudulent set of accusations as a way of preventing the right of the American people to choose their own president in 2016 and failing that to delegitimize their choice and ultimately remove him from power. The people who are apparently dirty 
in formulating those false accusations worked for the Obama administration, including Attorney General Loretta Lynch, FBI Director James Comey, a very long list of DOJ, FBI, and CIA officials, former head of the CIA during the Obama administration, John Brennan, referred to a sitting president of the United States as a traitor, thus helping to undermine the president's efforts in dealing with foreign governments, especially the trade wars with China. Why not just wait, I'm sure they thought. Why not just wait and see if he's impeached? A former head of the nation's chief intelligence service, the CIA, refers to the current president as a traitor. And when the report finally arrived, Mr. Brennan's response was that he received incorrect information. That's it. That's all he said. He received incorrect information. Well, that doesn't reflect very well on the CIA's ability to gather useful information, does it? Mr. Brennan is unfortunately not the only one to falsely accuse without a shred of evidence except that which their ideological fellow travelers invented. Some 50 Hollywood stars also publicly accused the president of treason. I suppose one could forgive them because of the vacuous celebrity-obsessed status under which they have to exist day by day. The media, though, cannot be forgiven so easily, apparently. There are no ethical standards left in the media in this country. I don't even expect them to behave as if they have morals, because I know that entire concept is dead, has disappeared from American life. But basic journalistic ethics should not be too much to ask. Russiagate, as the media was fond of calling the investigation into the false charges they have spread, gave them quite a bit of airtime during the last 674 days. The evening news hour alone on NBC, CBS, and ABC spent a total uh, 2,284 minutes on the scandal, in case you're wondering, folks. That's 38.6 hours of nightly news coverage on the evening news on just those three networks. In addition, there were 533,074 web articles published on the investigation since May of 2017. We're left to wonder, then, how so many officials and employees of the U.S. government could allow themselves to be covered in so much garbage they would falsely accuse the President of the United States of essentially being an agent of Moscow, of an enemy state. There have to be consequences from this because the rule of law is at stake. The investigation did provide information, but not the kind the Democrats seem to expect. There is evidence that serious crimes have been committed. Those must be investigated in order to reestablish some modicum of respect for the rule of law. In America, I'm in favor of at least attempting to find the truth. So let's have a real investigation to get to the bottom of the real collusion, I'm sure. It must have been obvious to Mr. Mueller that his investigation was based on lies, bought and paid for by some very powerful people. And yet, he made no recommendation to investigate that collusion, so I suppose. Hell's rocks will not be turned over. Those slithery creatures that live under those rocks will stay hidden from the light of day for a while. The president said before the report was released that he was in favor of releasing the full report to the American people. Several Democrats have also called for it to be released, but I doubt if they understand fully what they are demanding. Be careful what you ask for, folks. You just might get it. 
Some of the Democrat politicians will not accept the report. They will not apologize for the continuous lying during the last 674 days, but that's what we've come to expect from them, everyone on earth, except Democrats knows the entire investigation was a fraud from the beginning. The more sane ones will probably just draw back and punt, but true believers double down and say something like this. Trump must be more wily than we call thought, so we have to look harder. Perhaps the American people will see this entire affair and be so revolted their political perspectives change. I will be paying attention to the polls in the coming weeks, which is something I don't normally do, but in this case it's necessary. Popularity is very important to politicians because when you have power, you don't want it to be twisted out of your hands, so you view the polls as an important indicator of your future. They're already starting to turn on themselves in an effort to deflect blame and perhaps stay out of prison. Former head of national intelligence, James Clapper, has been publicly saying that he used information provided to him by his old boss. Of course, that would be Barack Obama. I'm hopeful that the American people will conclude that this whole episode was a pack of lies to prevent their votes from being effective. They may start to question the reliability of many other programs sold to them as absolute truth by Democrat politicians, things such as climate change, which is also settled science, they tell us. But maybe, just maybe, there's room for some doubt. What about the Green New Deal already voted down in the Senate by a vote of 57 to zero with 20 Democrats voting present, which means... I'm here, but I'm not voting because I don't want to upset my friends. But I don't want to appear stupid either. Socialism, which has taken control of the Democratic Party, threatens the entire country, could perhaps be examined from a historic perspective before we blindly accept it. Democrat socialists and the entire Democrat Party will hopefully be discredited by this affair of their own making. They should and would have their noses rubbed in it for a long time. But unfortunately, the national media is nothing more than their public relations firm, so that probably will not happen. Mueller time, as the Democrats were fond of calling it, has cleared President Trump whether Mr. Mueller used the word exonerate or not, but there are consequences to this hoax. This affair has been proven to be the 674 days of investigation has proven beyond a doubt that the Russia collusion narrative was founded and built on lies created and put forward by the Hillary Clinton campaign and aided by operatives in the Obama administration. Well, I guess it's back to business as usual now in Washington. But what about the damage to people such as my old friend Jerome Corsi and to Roger Stone and some others? Mueller sent a SWAT team to Mr. Stone's house in the early morning hours with full SWAT gear and weapons to arrest an elderly gentleman who was no threat to anyone, probably had done nothing wrong, Mr. Mueller, would only have to tell one of his 19 lawyers to call Mr. Stone's lawyer and have him report, but that would not have had the entertainment value nor the intimidation value for the rest of us. Mr. Corsi, Mr. Stone, accused of lying to the special counsel about something unrelated to Russia, which is really ironic, isn't it, folks, because the entire investigation was based on lies. Mr. Mueller must have known that when he sent the SWAT teams, but nevertheless, he did. 
Finally, folks, Mr. Corsery and Mr. Stone are the real victims in this scam. They should be made whole for what an investigator, fueled by lies, put them through. The ones most victimized, however, are first, the American people, second, the rule of law, and third, the American political system. Sunshine is the best disinfectant, they say. So will we have an investigation of the lies and the lying liars who told them? Time will tell, folks, but I wouldn't bet on it. At least that's the way I see it. Till next time, folks, this is Daryl Castle. Thanks for listening.